You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium people. Thanks for your support. Cinema Geekly's Marvel Podcast. It's Anthony Lewis along with Aurora Babaloo. Aurora, how are you doing this week? I am doing very well. How about you? I am pretty excited because Daredevil has come back and I think Luke Cage, the Luke Cage show, is airing sometime later this year. Yeah. If memory serves. Yes. Uh, I'm super excited to talk about season two of Daredevil. Here's Mm -hmm. the thing that is... uh, I found kind of fascinating because when this whole shebang originally started, I think they were talking about we're going to do we're going to do Daredevil and then mm-hmm. we're going to do Jessica Jones and we're going to do Luke Cage and Iron Fist and then we're going to do Defenders. Yeah. Um it felt like in that order. Uh and then they mm. released Daredevil and everyone was like, "Holy crap." Yeah. Uh, did I, everybody go watch this and it and it blew up all over the place. It was well mm-hmm. made and well acted and it was just an, an awesome 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 show and they're like you know what? we should probably just make a second season of this show before so I, I don't know where the Defenders thing is on the list because Jessica Jones also got the same kind of reception mm-hmm. I think they're going to probably start doing a second season of that show yeah yeah I wonder they if have to <laughs> of, of course I wonder if we're going to actually ever get around to this Defenders miniseries that they want to do uh, oh, th- for sure. They're going to do it. Uh, uh, this is going to become the, a whole yeah. whole universe, new part of this Marvel universe. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, I hope they do. It just feels like the, it, it may take a little while to get there, Yeah, is, is yeah. all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the second season is available. Uh, if this is the first episode of Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. that you're listening to, uh, we will be talking about the show two episodes at a time and if aurora and i can continue to stick to our guns Mm -hmm. the method to our madness here is that we watch two episodes and only two episodes a week at a time so that means (laughs) we watch episode one we watch episode two and then we fast on daredevil for a week and then watch episodes three and four and then so on and so forth and it is not easy Everybody. No, it's not. You can go back and listen to <laughs> Jessica Jones when we did this. You can go back and listen to the first season of Daredevil when we did this. And you're going to, this will not be the only episode where you hear us talk about this. Because I think we mentioned it at least once an episode on the other shows. Uh, it's not easy to do this. It's not easy. They no. make it very simple to keep watching. Yeah. And we refuse. And they I, usually have good cliffhangers yes mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it makes it even more difficult so yeah you start to feel like you're maybe going nuts because <laughs> why would you turn down something so free and easy mm-hmm. 
Luckily, look, I, I feel, I feel like cheaty a little bit here because you were you were also doing the Supergirl show and the Walking mm-hmm. Dead show with me, mm-hmm. so I feel like you've got a little bit of a barrier there because you've got some other shows to watch to keep you busy. Yeah. Uh, I feel even cheatier because I feel like I've got those shows plus like 16 other shows, I think. And sometimes <laughs> it feels like that where I've kind of got yeah. this barrier of like, there's a bunch of shows. I've got a show tonight to watch. And yeah. I, actually, I'm watching two shows tonight, one of which we don't even do a podcast for. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yes, everybody, there are some shows I still watch that I don't actually talk about on the Internet. Um, well, I actually planned this out. I, I started watching Supernatural from season one. <laughs> yeah. Just because... I know I have other shows to watch, but just when I, I get the, you know, the urge to mm-hmm. see Daredevil, I can just go and see Supernatural. <laughs> That's a great show, too. Yes. I love Supernatural. Um, maybe when that show is concluded, we'll just do some... I don't, I don't know if anybody... I'm Glenn, Glenn's in charge of Side B, and I don't think mm-hmm. Glenn has ever watched this show. But that would be an excellent, that would be an excellent show to discuss... Uh, oh my after, gosh! Yes. After it's concluded, uh, but the way it's going, I think it's slated for another twenty seasons. So <laughs> it's, I'm it's never going to end. It will never end. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's hop right into Daredevil. It's season two, episode one, called "Bang." And uh, the show started off with a bang, and there were a lot of bangs in this episode. If by mm-hmm. bangs you mean the sound a gun makes when it is discharged, then there were a lot of them in this episode. <laughs> Um, so we are in the aftermath of Wilson Fisk, the Kingpin's arrest, and uh, the firm of Nelson and Murdoch uh, has found some newfound fame within Hell's Kitchen. Um, they are, of course, the good guys, so they're trying to help the little guy as best they can. And sometimes, Aurora, that means getting paid in food instead yeah. of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are... <laughs> According according to Karen, who has some accounting software that she is continually using a free trial version of by switching mm-hmm. emails because they yeah. can't afford <laughs> they can't afford accounting software. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not doing so hot. No, uh, they can't keep this up forever. And uh, Matt says, "Ah, we'll find a way. Don't worry." He still sh- has an amazing apartment. So I know, right? <laughs> Look, I'm sure he's thinking this vigilante thing will pay off at some point, and then the the money will just start rolling in. Mm. They'll start making Jessica Jones money. Uh, maybe <laughs> she's got a business too. Uh, yeah. So uh, they're in the meanwhile, though, they're also kind of starting to, they're struggling with uh, Matt's popularity as daredevil. It's a sort of, uh, it's sort of rising, but of course, when this sort of thing happens, you know, the superhero rules start coming into effect. Uh, with his surge in popularity, you're going to start getting copycats. Mm-hmm. You're going to start uh, increasing the danger around your friends and your loved ones. Mm-hmm. So the more people who know who you are, the more in danger they are. Uh, there's a new guy in town, Aurora. And I, don't, I think the police are maybe thinking he's a copycat. I don't really know if he's a copycat, per mm-hmm. se. Um, but we... we we get like a meeting. It's like a, the meeting of like the Irish mob, and there. I think there's. I think there's basically like a, a a power vacuum now in Hell's Kitchen. Now that Fisk has been arrested, right? And uh, different groups are are coming together to try to figure out how they can best take advantage of the situation. And uh, all of these Irish mobsters are chit chatting, and they all start getting blown away 
in rapid succession with the exception mm-hmm. of with the exception of one man uh and we learn that these guys were not taken out by an army in unless you consider this guy to be a one man army in which case i, I mean perhaps... it looked like an army it looked like an army <laughs> yeah uh but it was not it was it was about mm-hmm. one man yeah. who who start who and he has been going around hell's kitchen systematically eliminating rival gangs in their home territory and uh, the survivor of the Irish mob attack goes after Foggy uh, for his for their help. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think he they they uh, doesn't they finds him in a bar. I think they're they're, yeah, at, a, the, they're uh, at a pub, their local bar. Yeah, while they're shooting pool, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a uh, there's a Matt and Karen have a moment. Mm-hmm. At least I think Matt senses the moment. Maybe Karen isn't even aware, but uh, Matt is most certainly aware. And I, I'm saying Karen may, I mean, maybe Karen knows what she's doing, but maybe it's also like a subconscious thing and he can just detect that sort of thing. He doesn't mm-hmm. make any further moves, but he most certainly notices. Yeah. Um, and they, they notice this dude at the pub and he has a, he has a bullet wound and Karen takes him to the hospital, which... Uh, she uses an assumed identity and a backstory and everything for this guy. Um, but that does not stop our new vigilante who, uh, manages to track them down and starts rampaging through the hospital and Karen and this fellow barely escape with their lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good thing. This new guy wasn't the best shot in the world. Uh, he's no dead shot. I'll say that he, he had a couple, <laughs> he had a couple of, uh, or, or Bullseye, I guess, should be the the better uh, yeah. character because he's Marvel and a Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I went to DC. <laughs> uh, it's that Suicide Squad movie. It's on the it's on the brain. Um, <laughs> but they barely escaped with their lives, and uh, they he wants to be put in witness protection, uh, and uh, you know he'll give up some information on the mob or whatever. He just wants to get out of town. He does not want to be dead. Uh, and, uh, in, uh, in the meanwhile, uh, Matt runs into this vigilante and, uh, things don't go too well. It's a, it's a back and forth fight for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he thinks he's disarmed him fully and has him knocked to the ground when he pulls a sidearm from his boot, I think, and shoots him right in the forehead, shoots Daredevil right in the forehead. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is the episode. What did you yeah. think of? What did you think of Bang episode one? Oh, I'm so glad this show is back because mm-hmm. it's so perfect. It is so good. It's so good. It's like there's no. If I can think of you know the perfect show, this is it. Mm-hmm. There, every time I see, I'm watching it. I'm like this. Just I have no complaints. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to pick anything. It's hard to pick anything apart in this show. Yes. Uh, the performances are so solid. Um, they started doing... They started giving some of the the side characters a bit more to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked Karen in this episode. I really liked the yeah. scene where she's with the Irish guy in the... Like, she thought so quickly on her her feet and told a backstory. And she's telling mm-hmm. him the backstory she told a nurse. And she's like, that last part made the nurse cry. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. It's like uh, I've loved him since we were in high school. Irish temper and all, mm-hmm. uh, and she was great in this episode. 
Yeah. And and this guy was not, you know, he was like, we need to get out of here. It's like, you don't have the balls for what, yeah, um, yeah. What, what, you know, what is about to come down on us. And she's just like, sit down and shut up. She was awesome. <laughs> she was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I think she would get along with Jessica Jones. Yeah. I think yeah. they would be. I think I they th- would be best friends. I think they would be best <laughs> friends in the way that, like, they admit to each other's existence. But they don't hang out and, you know, they don't go out and get Cosmos together. Right, just, right. You know, they yes. talk about how stupid the men in their life can be, <laughs> I think, is what it would boil down to. Um, they, uh, she was awesome. They, they're they giving Foggy a little bit more to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, that plays out even more in the next episode. Yeah. Um, they've introduced the new, I mean, you know, I'm playing coy, obviously. Everybody knows who the new vigilante is. But as mm-hmm. as of this point, they have not named said vigilante. Right. Uh, and right. they didn't show a whole lot of him, except until the fight with Daredevil. Yeah, but I wasn't expecting the first episode to have him in it. I thought it was going to be like, mm-hmm. you know... Or maybe he's gonna... in the shadows or something. Yeah. Right. You so, you know, him. for him to have... Even though he wasn't on camera too much, his presence was, you know, felt throughout the episode. Yeah. And I loved that they did it that way. But mm-hmm. even though you don't see him, you see his effect on yeah. Hell's Kitchen. Uh, yeah, that was great. I mean, you know, but in, in the first episode, too, to have him shoot Daredevil right in the head. Yes. Holy cow. And end the episode like that. That's the end of the episode, yeah. <laughs> this is why we have trouble going back and, like, just, okay, we'll just stop it, too. I don't yeah. need to watch episode three right now. Uh mm-hmm. Is what I say to myself in the mirror all the time. <laughs> it's not true, but... I say it and try to look stern and uh, assure of myself, but I'm not. I really want to go watch the next episode, but I'm going to hold back. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a. It was definitely a good. It was definitely a good start to the mm-hmm. season. Um, I'm holding off on super high praise because I feel like it's only going to get better from here. Uh, yeah. I. I gave this episode a four. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could have gone higher. But I felt like being a little bit more reserved because this is kind of just setting the stage a little bit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, A a lot of it is sort of reminding people of here's here's Matt and this is what Matt does at night. And here are his friends and here's a new bad guy that he's going to have to deal with. Yeah. Uh, But it was done so well (laughs) that you kind of want to just be like, this is amazing. Five geeky glasses. But (laughs) I'm trying to be reserved and treating it much as it actually is, which is kind of just resetting the stage for people, Mm -hmm. uh, reminding everybody uh, of the world and the people in it. Uh, but I thought it was a good start. Uh, what would yeah. you What would you give this episode? I agree. I give it a four too. Um, I was excited to, you know, start seeing the show again, and I I was excited throughout the episode, but I didn't feel like, oh my god, you know, it didn't have mm-hmm. that uh, feeling. It was I was entertained. I was I'm excited to see the rest of the season, but I wasn't super 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 uh, excited. So. Four. By the way, I, I for those of you who have not listened to previous episodes, I think four was about as low as we ever got on yeah. a Daredevil episode in the first season. Mm-hmm. I don't think we ever went below a four. So yeah. uh could be a long season full of fours and four and a halfs and probably some fives. Fives, yeah. <laughs> uh, ex- expect at least a couple of those, I'm yeah. sure. 
Uh, all right, let's hop into episode number two, season two, episode two, Dogs to a Gunfight. Uh, so we start with uh, Foggy trying to track Matt down. He hasn't been answering his phone. Uh, he has to trick the doormen at various apartment buildings to let him in so he can go <laughs> to the rooftops because, of course, that's where he tends to hang out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Foggy finds him, though, and here's the thing. I expected him to just find him, like, in his apartment, like, uh, I'm hurt. No, he found him bleeding on the top of, like, he was just left there. Yeah. Overnight, bleeding. Mm-hmm. Luckily, uh, his mask stopped most of the impact of the bullet, and it cracked it severely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, he basically needs Foggy's, uh... Foggy's help to get him back. I, I can't even imagine. They didn't show how Foggy managed to get him back to his apartment <laughs> in that costume. Yeah. But yeah. I would. I think I would love to see those deleted scenes mm-hmm. of him like peeking around alley corners with Matt slung over his shoulder. Yeah, in the full Daredevil getup, trying to like. <laughs> That's like, true. They didn't what if he show has, that. That had to be very what, difficult. Like, what if he's got to cross traffic or something? Like, somebody <laughs> would have had to have seen. I, I can't yeah. imagine. Um, Foggy insists, at the very least, that Matt recovers before trying to track down this vigilante again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt then enlists the help of an old ally. God, I can't remember the name of this guy for the life of me, but it was uh, the dude who, the the guy with the blades who helped him build his suit in the first place. And I can't remember yeah. his name from last Is it season. Like Melvin or something? Mm-hmm. Like and that. he's got to protect somebody, a woman whose name I can't remember. I yep. feel bad for not remembering uh, any like, of this. I feel like it's Betsy, but I'm not sure. Betsy, sure. <laughs> gotta, we'll just go with Betsy until we rewatch. And you gotta protect Betsy, right? And he's like, sure, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, and he wants him to rebuild the suit. And he's like, look, I'm gonna have to make a whole new uh, helmet for you in order to fix this. And he's like, what can you do for me tonight? And he's like, well, mm-hmm. I can put some band-aids on it, essentially, but it won't stop any bullets. And he's like, sounds good. Uh, so, uh, Foggy and Karen are tending to their new client, uh, our Irish criminal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roto. Is, is that his name? Yeah. I can never, I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> I remember it because I, I thought it was a cool name. I'm sorry, little, little <laughs> Irish mobster. Uh, he is, uh, so they're, they're tending to him. Uh, they meet up with the district attorney mm-hmm. uh, for New York, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Foggy and Karen managed to secure a witness protection deal in exchange for the client procuring incriminating information on a higher level drug lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Foggy, Karen, and what's his name again? Grotto? Grotto, yeah. Uh, for some reason, I'm thinking that, that reminds me of like Star Wars. Oh, Watto! There's a character named Watto in Star Wars. I think that might be the guy, the the flying around uh, Jewish stereotype guy from Episode One. Uh, <laughs> sorry, everybody, uh, but they are. Uh, but all three of them are double crossed when the DA is instead using their client as bait for the newly dubbed Punisher. As that is the yeah. name they have come up with uh, for this new vigilante. Uh, after an intense battle with Daredevil, the Punisher manages to capture him when he succumbs to the injuries 
from their earlier battle. Now, what this thing is also uh, leaving out is a couple of other great scenes. Yeah, uh, a lot. Where, uh, a lot of great <laughs> scenes where, uh, and, and there's one key plot element here as well, where Matt is able to track down this guy's apartment. Yeah. Uh, Pun- where Punisher is hanging out. And he's got a lot of equipment. And a little a lot ammo. Of, a lot of ammo. <laughs> and he's got a dog. He's got a guard dog, which apparently yeah. he has in the comics as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, does Punisher? Um, so uh, what? what and did is, you... is is that the dog that we saw in the first episode? Did he mm. took the dog? I think so. Maybe because the dog when be. uh, when he uh, when Matt entered his apartment, the dog yeah. had kind of like a bandage. Yes, he did. So I'm thinking that he, the was, dog, was acquired him. from the Irish. He's an animal lover, this Punisher. <laughs> He'll punish humans, but not animals. Not animals. He yes. loves animals. Uh, I, so what, I like him already. So what did you th- what did you think of dogs to a gunfight? Oh, I love this episode. I think this might be a high score. <laughs> this, for is, me. this this was a great episode. Um, it was great. I, I love the scene where he goes into the in the gun shop. And he takes... Oh, my God. Yeah, because he wants the police radio equipment, right? He wants... Yes, he wants that. And he takes a couple of guns. Um, and then they, what, as he's walking out, the guy offers him child pornography. Yeah, he, he's almost like a, like a, like a Jabba the Hutt in episode four when yeah. he's talking to the... Uh, <laughs> when he's talking to the, uh, the bounty hunter who captured Chewbacca, even though he doesn't know it's Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're my kind of scum. Like, I feel yeah. like after the guy, after Punisher bought this stuff, he's like, oh, man, this guy's right in my wheelhouse. It's like, hey, I got a bunch of porn. I got some foot yeah. fetish stuff. You into any of this? He's like, mm-hmm. I got one where it's like under 12 years old guaranteed or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And and Punisher stops. Mm-hmm. And he sets the bag down. And the dude's like, oh, man, you're into that sort of thing? Dude, come <laughs> come back. I got plenty. And he turns around and he just grabs a baseball bat. And the dude's like, "What? What, what, are, you, what are you doing? What? Quit yep. coming! Quit coming close to me!" And then you just hear the thwack of a baseball bat. Yep. Because he he punished this man. He he will stoop to criminal levels to do what needs to be done. But he has lines that he, he has, will not yes. cross. Yes. And that was yes. a line uh, yep. that he wasn't going to cross. And the fact that this man even suggested to him that he yeah. crossed this line mm-hmm. resulted in him getting neganed for sure. Yes. Uh, baseball bat, presumably to the face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I liked. Mean, uh, oh, go ahead. Continue. No, I just. I'm just gonna say that I love the casting of the Punisher. I John Barenthal. Yeah. I think he's perfect. I, he, he's the only person that I can think of that can pull off that character so so well he's, he has the face mm-hmm. he has the attitude yes. <laughs> he's that's perfect the only, that's the only reason i felt compelled to use a walking dead reference because yes uh john barenthal obviously uh had, had quite the run on that program yes uh as, as and he was the kind Shane. of the punisher in the walking dead he kind of was yeah wasn't he <laughs> yeah <laughs> a little bit a little bit uh yeah, I liked the the how did did you enjoy the scene with uh Foggy and the DA at the police oh, office yeah. where yeah. she was basically just talking down to him 
and mm-hmm. Foggy. I love this thing where Foggy kind of hulks up a little bit. Like yeah. he's, he gets beaten down. And he's like, I'm sorry. And yeah, I guess you're right. And then he's like, mm-hmm. you know what? No. And then she's <laughs> like, she beats him down a little bit more. And he's like, okay, I suppose. Yeah. And then he just throws it in her face. Like he's mm-hmm. going to. Because he's got Because he, they helped take down Wilson Fisk. So they've got inroads yeah. to some higher ups, people above the DA and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, he's like, you know, this isn't even really your territory. You really shouldn't be, you know, coming in on on this sort of thing. You don't really have any jurisdiction here. And mm-hmm. he verbally laid yes. a smackdown, and yep. it was great. And you could tell he won because the the DA wasn't like, oh, you won. I'm so beaten and destroyed. But she was just like, let's go see if their stupid client is worth it. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, I like how, how it was shot, was. too, that while, while he was talking, you could mm-hmm. see Karen in the background just Oh like... my god, yes! She had the biggest <laughs> smile on her face! <laughs> trying to hold back laughter and she's like, I love it when he does this! Yep, yep. <laughs> god, that was that... You're right. That was great. That was good. Because I was watching her... <laughs> Uh, yeah. It was almost like it was happening in real life, and she wasn't. She was trying hard not to laugh. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, but that's kind of what it was. She was because she knew he was beating her down, and she was mm-hmm. trying not to laugh at it. Yep. Um, also, kudos to Foggy in this episode as well, because when they're talking to the dude who's who the guy who's finally like you know we're calling them the Punisher, uh, he had like uh, Foggy's like you know what do you, what do you call this guy Killdozer. Which is not only a great name, but apparently an actual low-level comic book villain. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently that was a reference to a character. I may may have to go look it up, but I giggled out loud when he said Killdozer. Because I'm like, that is an awesome name. Yeah, and I also, remember you said that, I I also um, like the fact that they mentioned Warzone so many times. Mm -hmm. Like, Hell Kitchen is going to become a Warzone. This is starting to be a war zone and it's all references to the punisher as well so i i I like that too uh so i googled uh i i i googled killdozer Mm -hmm. and i actually had to google killdozer comics to get killdozer comics because if you just google killdozer you get uh you get melvin john hemeyer who is uh, an American welder, an automobile muffler repair shop owner, most known for his rampage with a modified bulldozer. All right. Do you remember this story where, like, (laughs) some dude, there's a dude who pissed him off. It was a zoning dispute or something with a neighbor, and he got pissed, and... uh, let me read it here. He he modified a bulldozer. He like put armoring on it and everything. Okay, so let me. So this is a real story. This is a real story. Oh, on, wow. Ju- on June fourth, two thousand four, Hemeyer drove his. And I keep count. I keep whenever I read his name, I keep wanting to call him He Man because his name is Hemeyer. <laughs> uh, he Man drove his armored bulldozer through the wall of his former business, the concrete plant, the town hall and the office of the local newspaper that editorialized against him, and the home of a former judge's widow, and a hardware store owned by another man Hemeyer named in a lawsuit, as well as others. All right. 
So he got pissed and then armored up a bulldozer and then started bulldozing buildings. And apparently <laughs> he ended up killing himself, uh, presumably afterwards. Really? Uh, yeah. And so when you when you Google Killdozer, it comes up with this dude. Although apparently he, I'm guessing it sounds like he didn't actually kill anybody. It sounds like he, he just, just went on a destroying. Yeah, it just sounds like he did damage. a lot of damage. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow! I mean, you're reading, you're reading that, and I'm, I'm just thinking, it sounds like you're reading from a comic book. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't sound like it's a real story. <laughs> uh, comics wise, the man who became Killdozer and his two partners worked at Stain International at the time when Obadiah Stain acquired Stark International. As engineers, they have the opportunity to study and reverse engineer some of the tech from Iron Man's armor. So Killdozer sounds like it was another Iron Man ripoff. Mm-hmm. Like he had, it was a dude in a suit. It sounds like. Um, I kind of was hoping that you were going to say, you know, that Killdozer had a similar story to this real life guy. <laughs> like the comic book like, character. Like he, he found inspiration from that guy. But yeah, He drove around in an armored bulldozer. <laughs> yes. Except this one could like fly and go into outer space or something, something comic booky. Yeah. Um, no, unfortunately, <laughs> it seems like it was just a name they gave to a dude and yet another Iron Man suit takeoff, mm-hmm. uh, which is a shame. Uh, wait, is there anything else we should mention about this episode <laughs> since we went way off the tracks? Um, well, the other thing that uh, wasn't mentioned in the summary is that because of uh, Daredevil getting shot in the head, he's... Mm-hmm. Losing his hearing. Oh, that's right. He's yeah, yeah. He's suffering some some issues with his abilities, which is a major issue because that's what he relies on. <laughs> yeah, like almost <laughs> entirely. Yeah. So I, I'm interested to see how this. There's a part, develops. yeah, where he was, yeah, he was laying on the floor like screaming, but you couldn't hear anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that is something that happens to him in the comics as well, from time to time. Um, it like could that's be, one yeah. of it, one of his weaknesses. Um, is that something that happened to him? And, you know, like I said, the uh, they've been doing borrowing heavily from the the comics in one mm-hmm. form or another. Uh, he gets shot by uh, the Punisher in the comics. Uh, their uh, their law firm they they would get paid in food in the comics as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there's, uh, and I'm sure if Aaron was here, he's like, and here's a hundred other things that you didn't know about <laughs> uh, that <laughs> that I picked up on. Um, but there's, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be more to come. Obviously, as well, um, but yeah, this yeah. was uh, this is a good website. A, a good website. I'm looking at a website right now. <laughs> oh my god! You know what it is? I'm hungry, and we haven't had dinner yet. <laughs> and I think I'm 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 losing it ever so slightly. So we should probably wrap it up. <laughs> this was a good episode, Aurora, because yeah, that's what this was—an was episode mm-hmm. of a television show, and not a web page on the World Wide Web. <laughs> um, good episode is what this was, yeah. and. Uh, apparently the next episode, I have not, I have not read too far ahead because of course there is a paragraph below me here, but, mm-hmm. uh, I did notice out of the corner of my eye that they actually are going to talk to one another the next episode. Yeah. Uh, the Punisher and Daredevil, and they are going to have a conversation. That's what I'm hoping because when, um, at the end of this episode, when they're, they fell through the roof of that mm-hmm. building. Yes. Um, you can see that uh, Daredevil starts to lose his hearing again, mm-hmm. and the face on uh, Punish the Punisher is like it's not like he's gonna attack him, but like he is worried in a way. Yeah. Like, what's going so, on with this guy? 
Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm really hoping that they're going to have a nice chat. Mm -hmm. They're going to pair together yeah. and they're going to be uh, an awesome duo. Yeah. They're going to be they're going to be pop, they're going to be popcorn pals. They're going to yes. They're going to they're going to pop up some popcorn and have a chat and uh <laughs> then they're going to be good buds. Yes. Uh okay, so what would you uh what would you rate this episode of Daredevil? I'm going to give it a 4.5. Awesome. Okay. Uh I I was I was slightly more reserved. I think I'm being maybe I'm being too reserved. I gave this one four and a quarter, so it's just okay. under your four and a half. Mm -hmm. um, it's like I did like this episode better than that. I think what it is is like I don't want to be blindsided with uh, like I don't want to. I'm afraid I'm going to be like this episode was amazing. I'm giving it a five, and then I'll watch the, an episode like the next week and be like, wait, yeah. that episode was like really a five. Yeah. Uh, so I'm waiting for that uh, Fisk episode, like an episode like the one that we had last season that was just Fisk. Right. No, I, I, I hope we get something like that as well. I yeah. have not. I haven't read ahead, so I don't know. But mm -hmm. I know Aaron has tried to spoil some stuff. But <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to read any of it. So no. Um, I, that was the dinner bell as well. Did you hear my dinner bell when it came in? <laughs> Uh, normally I would cut that out of the podcast, but since I mentioned previously that we haven't had dinner yet and I'm slowly losing my mind because I'm hungry, uh, I'm just going to leave that in because that's just proof. My dinner bell came in and yeah. said, dinner's ready. So, uh, I think we'll leave it at that. We'll come back next week and talk more season two of Daredevil when we do episode three called New York's Finest and episode four called Penny and Dime.